All right, Trista, it is Let's time do it. for PJ's plays. plays now in college PJ's football. plays. Thank you very much. All right, Trista, my uh, my first play that I like this weekend is uh, similar with Ryan. I like UCLA. You know me well enough by now to know that when a team has a look-ahead spot like UCLA did, looking ahead to USC, and they lose like UCLA did, they lost to Arizona, I, I always back that team because we get more value on that team because they lost when they should have won and they were favored by 18 points in that game. They were right. big favorites. And clearly they were looking ahead. USC's defense is awful. And we've seen what USC has done to some bad defenses this year. They beat up on Washington. They beat up on Utah. They're great at the Rose Bowl this season. They've been great at home. They beat Washington and Utah at home as well. And just, just think about this. I mean, when Lincoln Riley gets hired at USC, that's all they talk about all offseason. They talk about how football's back in L.A., Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams. You don't think Chip Kelly was bothered by that at all? You don't think those players were bothered by that at all? I and think UCLA, that they were. I mean, they destroyed USC last year. And obviously, this is a much different USC team. But I think that absolutely matters. No Travis Dye for USC. That's going to be huge in this game. He does so much for them out of the running back position. You know him well, former Duck. You know what he brings to the table, what he brings offensively. Him. So it's, it's, it's a huge loss for USC. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a toss-up. But I just like UCLA at home. I like the fact they lost last week, and I like them to bounce back this week. So give me the Bruins. It's up to two and, plus two and a half now. I just like him to win outright on the money line. I like that a lot. I think they take care of business. Utah and Oregon, Trista, this was on my list uh, when I thought Bo Nix was in the lineup. We talked about this early in the week. I love the over in this game. Both of these offenses are, are very good, and I thought, especially in Eugene, I thought Oregon at home, we know what they're capable of. Utah, like you said, they've been great against the spread recently. The offense has been great all year. It's really just been the defenses that's been the big disappointment. I find it interesting that it appears Bo Nix isn't going to play, and the total's still at 60 and a half. So it really just dropped one point from Bo Nix to Ty Thompson, which tells me that they expect some points to be scored. So I'm going to stick with the over. I don't love it as much, but I still like it, even with Ty Thompson in there. I think the Ducks, Dan Lanning, they get creative offensively. They use their speed guys. Utah's defense isn't very good, and I think Oregon's going to have a tough time stopping Utah. So I still like the over in that game. My stinky play of the week, Trista, is Georgia Tech against North Carolina. And it, Georgia Tech is plus 21 in this matchup. It's really all about just fading North Carolina in the sandwich spot. They had their biggest win of the year against Wake last week. They have their rivalry game against NC State next week. Georgia Tech's been a pesky team this season. They can make it ugly. And North Carolina, their defense is so bad. Anybody can score on them. So if UNC has an off game offensively, if they turn the ball over a couple times, if they're just kind of going through the motions and not treating Georgia Tech with much respect, th this game could be close. And North Carolina plays to the level of their competition. We see that on the road. They play everybody close on the road. They have they're six and zero on the road. All six of those wins have been by seven or less, or seven or fewer points. This game is at home, but I think Georgia Tech is going to hang around with them in this game. I think it's a great sandwich spot. And I like Georgia Tech plus 21. The last two games are my favorites. I told you my lock of the week is Army. This is all about fading UConn in this spot. UConn just won their sixth game last week. They clinched the bowl berth 
unbelievable season for Jim Moore and the Huskies. I don't even know if making a bowl was their goal. They, they, they just probably wanted to win three or four games. They didn't want to be a laughingstock in college football this year. And they achieved much more than that. You have an Army team who's three and six right now, trying to run the table, make a bowl game. You think about the fact that UConn's a six-win team playing against Army, who's a three-win team, and Army's favored by 10, 10 and a half right now. It's gone up. I just think it's an awful spot, a noon kick. You know, UConn's been partying all week, hanging out, staying up late, not really focused. And when you're playing a military, a military academy team, I mean, you better you better come to play because you know they're going to come to play. I just don't know if UConn's going to be up for it, if they're going to match the intensity that Army will. I like Army quite a bit here tomorrow, minus 10 against UConn. And then I love Western Kentucky, plus five and a half against Auburn. You think about Auburn last week, Trista. Cadillac Williams, right? They get rid of Brian Harson. Cadillac Williams, former Auburn player, former NFL player, takes over. Jordan Hare was electric last, last week against A&M. Place was rocking. They were into it. The players were into it. They wanted that win for Cadillac so bad. They wanted to beat A&M. They wanted, they wanted just good, they wanted to get rid of all, all the horse and ju, bad juju that he had throughout that program. And they did that. They beat AM. Their defense was fantastic. But offensively, they have a long way to go. And Western Kentucky doesn't have the defense AM does, but they have a much better offense than AM does. And Western Kentucky is going to score on Auburn. I think they're going to have a tough time slowing them down. Western Kentucky's won seven games this season. They're they're a decent team. Is this your favorite play in college football? Ooh, it's either Western Kentucky or Army. I really like them both. Um, so yes, it's one A and one B. But Western Kentucky, they uh, they're going to hang around. And Auburn's got the Iron Bowl next week too. I mean, Cadillac Williams wants to be the head coach of Auburn. He knows if even if he loses this game and beats Alabama, nobody will remember this game two years from now. Nobody. They'll just remember that he beat A&M and he beat Alabama, Ooh, even if he game. plays Alabama close. So they're already looking forward to next week against the Iron Bowl. They're, they always play Bama tough in Auburn at Jordan-Hare, but they struggle at Bryant-Denny Stadium, and I think they want to change that. I think a lot of this week, prep-wise, was dedicated towards Bama looking ahead to that. I don't think they took Western Kentucky seriously. And Trista, you watched Western Kentucky a lot last season with Zappy. You loved him. You know how difficult that offense can be to defend. So if you don't put the proper time into stopping it, it could be a long day for you defensively. So I love Western Kentucky plus five and a half. I'd sprinkle that plus 180 on the money line as well. Those are my favorite plays. Army minus 10, Western Kentucky plus five and a half. And on the money line, Georgia Tech plus 21, UCLA money line. And then, uh, Trista, I love that. And then Oregon-Utah over, and I was with you. I wrote down on my Google Doc, Kentucky-Georgia under 49.5. Nice. I'm right with you there. So I love I love all those plays. Some other games I was considering, we were talking about that Tennessee-South Carolina game. And again, the fact that it's at night, the fact that Tennessee just hasn't had any experience being in these situations where they pretty much control their own destiny and all they have to do is just beat South Carolina and Vandy, and they're going to be in the college football playoff. I just feel like one of those games are going to be close, and I think it's going to be this one. I think South Carolina is going to make it really tough on them. So I like the Gamecocks plus 22.5. Another game that was interesting to me, Trista, was UAB plus 14.5 against LSU. 
think about LSU the last couple weeks, right? They have to play, they have to go on the road and play a rivalry game against Florida. They win that one. Then they have to play Bama at home, go to overtime, win that one. Then you have to go on the road, noon kickoff. You have to play Arkansas, win that one. Like, how much do you have left in the tank, right? Doesn't this just feel like a letdown spot because you know you have A&M next week and then you're going to have Georgia in the SEC title game? If there was ever a game to kind of lay down, go through the motions, it's a nine o'clock game. It's a night game at Death Valley, which which scares the hell out of you. Scares if you're betting me, UAB. Yeah. But I think it's the right side there. I think UAB can keep that close. They have a great running back and Trey McBride, a uh, great head coach, um, as well. And I think I think they're going to uh, they're going to keep it close in that game. I would look there, I'm trying to see what else I like on the college football slate. Iowa, Minnesota, Trista, that over-under is 32 and a half. That's so, so low. Couldn't pay me to take that over. You could not pay me to take that over. Could That's not tough do one. it. Could not do it. This is what I'm going to do, Peach. What are you going to do? I'm going to take Michigan. I'm going to do a, a noon slate in one of those places. Oh, your parlays? Yeah, you love it. Yeah, I'm going to do a, a BetMGM parlay. Okay. And it's 14. Can I guess? Can yeah. I guess what the parlay is? Yeah, of course. All right, here's what you're going to do. TCU money line, 100%. Didn't, didn't do it. Why? I got scared. Already 0 for 1. It's like my NBA betting. I took All right, it out. here we go. You're going to do. I took it out. You took it out. Uh, I'm saying you're going to do the Illinois-Michigan under. Yes. You're going Army minus 10 and a half. Yes. And Vandy plus 14. That's it, baby. Come plus. On, let's go. Boop, I knew boop. it. There you go. I it's like it. It's plus 789. So 50. You can get a parlay boost from BetMGM. Uh, the maximum bet you can put on the parlay boost is fifty bucks. Fifty wins you four forty-five. I like that quite a bit. I think you know the more and more I look at Vandy, Florida. Florida's got that look ahead to Florida State next mm-hmm. week. Vandy just won their first SEC game. They're feeling good. Two touchdown dogs. Florida always struggles in Nashville too. Always, even when Vandy was awful, that game was never easy. I kind of like the first half under. I like Vandy first half too, especially if that's seven and a half. Love Vandy first half. I would look into that. Purdue Northwestern could be interesting, especially if there's some weather in that area. I mean, we saw what Northwestern did to Ohio State. We saw how Purdue played against Iowa when there were weather games. Purdue is built to throw the football in nice weather. They're not built to run and muck it up, and that's how Northwestern's built. So I would monitor the weather forecast there because if it's ugly weather, Northwestern might win that thing outright, and I'd look at the plus 700. Illinois, Michigan's the game I keep going back to. Trista, I think I'm going to bet Illinois plus 17 and a half. Just the obvious look ahead spot to Ohio State. Illinois, they just match up well with them. They stop the run and can run the ball. And that's what you want to do if you have to keep it close against Michigan. I like that as well. I think they can hang around. Um, Trying to see what else. I really don't love anything in the afternoon, mid slate. Yeah, except for Kentucky. Except for Kentucky, that under. I exactly. stayed away from that in the f- midday because I, li- I just like all these bets to be done by yeah. the time the game is over. <laughs> you, do, you don't want to stay up late no, and watch these games. I'm not dealing with that. No. The midday games always kill me anyway. That's... I always win the 12 o'clock bets just like last week and lost the nighttime bets. Stick to your bread and butter. Stick to my. I love noon games. You do. I love them. The game that I don't want any part of is Syracuse and Wake Forest. Oh, Syracuse no. Has just They've been on a free fall here. They had such a great season. They lost that heartbreaker to Clemson. Haven't been the same since. And then you look at Wake Forest, Trista. How do they respond after that game against North Carolina? You put so much into that. The over-under in that game is 58. I actually like the over. Syracuse had trouble scoring. And defensively, I think they could give Wake Forest some issues. So I would look there. 
Arkansas plus two and a half. I'm with you. Ole Miss, Trista, Ole Miss's best win this season is at A&M. Probably it's home against Kentucky, but Kentucky really should have won that game. They fumbled it away towards the end. Too many turnovers. They should have won that game. Ole Miss has not beaten anybody. They shouldn't be laying any points on the road. Um, but that's really a Trista. Army and Western Kentucky are my two plays. I really like Army quite a lot. I just think it's an awful spot for a UConn. I really like Western Kentucky. I think it's a perfect smash spot to fade Auburn. Perfect sandwich spot with Bama next week. And they had A&M last week. And I love your noon parlay. I like Vandy. I like Army. And I think that Michigan under is going to be good too. I can't believe we have two weeks left in the college football regular season. 